many people associate asthma symptoms and attacks with outside allergens such as pollen, changes in weather or even air pollution. But for many people, an important contributor to uncontrolled persistent asthma symptoms may be inside their bodies. Tonight on the show, we are discussing type 2 inflammation. And to help us unpack this topic, I'm joined on the line by Dr. Kim Wood of Sanofi. Good evening, doctor, and welcome to Rise FM. Hi, how are you? I'm super, doctor. Firstly, what is type 2 inflammation? So, type 2 inflammation is essentially an overactive immune response to allergens and parasites. People who have a normal response to an allergen, like tree pollen, for example, won't have type 2 inflammation. But people with an overactive immune system might develop type 2 inflammation when they come into contact with an allergen like pollen. Genetic, environmental, and other physiological factors could even play a role in the presence of type 2 inflammation. And then what risk factors are associated with this immune function becoming overactive? Excessive type 2 inflammation um, could result in different atopic, allergic, and inflammatory diseases. And the risk factors include things like barrier disruption in different organs, such as the skin, lungs, gut, and sinuses something as simple as seeing um, lesions on the skin in a disease like atopic dermatitis, but in other diseases like asthma, for example, various disruption won't necessarily be visible, but it will still be present in the epithelial um, layers of the lungs, for example. Okay, and then how common are type 2 inflammatory diseases, and which are the most common here in South Africa? So atopic dermatitis is one of the most common, and it affects up to 10% of adults, and this number is even higher in children, whereas 6 to 10% of adults in, in South Africa have asthma. It's also not uncommon for people to have two or more type 2 inflammatory diseases simultaneously with different levels of severity. Up to 35% of people with asthma also have atopic dermatitis, and up to 50% of people with atopic dermatitis also have asthma. And how do these diseases differ? So diseases such as atopic dermatitis, asthma, chronic rhinosinusitis with nasal polyps, and eosinophilic esophagitis all have the same underlying type 2 inflammation. But the diseases really differ in the organ systems that are affected by inflammation and in the resulting side effects experienced by patients. Atopic dermatitis, has recurrent symptoms, often appearing as a rash on the skin, and patients can experience intense and persistent itching and skin dryness, cracking, redness, crusting, and even oozing. So it's really quite a visual disease. In asthma, type 2 inflammation can affect the lower airways with symptoms including coughing, wheezing, and difficulty breathing. But type 2 inflammation can also affect the sinuses and nasal passages, which is the case in chronic rhinosinusitis with nasal polyps, and the esophagus, which is the case in eosinophilic esophagitis. What is the relationship between type 2 inflammation and allergic diseases? So allergic diseases, it's actually really great that you've asked this question because I think people often get it quite confused. So allergic diseases include quite a large group of diseases and can result when the immune system responds to numerous triggers, which we can also call antigens. So allergy is an exaggerated immune response to a foreign antibody, regardless of mechanism. But type 2 inflammation, on the other hand, is an abnormal response that is driven by specific cells, which we call T-helper type 2 cells. 
And this causes specific allergic diseases like atopic dermatitis, asthma, eosinophilic esophagitis, and others. And then what is the impact of excessive type 2 inflammation on developing multiple allergic diseases? So excessive type 2 inflammation really does developing multiple type 2 allergic diseases. Some people experience more than one of these type 2 allergic diseases throughout their lives, and these conditions often run in families because of the role of genetics. And what can one do if they're struggling with with, um, symptom control for an allergic disease? So in my opinion, one of the most important things for a patient to do is to keep a really accurate record of symptoms and triggers. So I think it's, it's very beneficial if patients can provide their doctors with all of the facts so that he or she can then determine whether you have seasonal allergies or if you have type 2 inflammation. So, you know, keep notes of your symptoms. Take pictures if you have a skin allergy like atopic dermatitis and even record how you're feeling mentally because accurate record keeping can really help your GP determine if you need to see a specialist such as a dermatologist for atopic dermatitis or a pulmonologist for asthma or an ear, and throat specialist for chronic rhinosinusitis with nasal polyps or even an allergologist or a pediatrician in younger patients. Doctor, thank you so much for making time to speak to us. Thank you so much for for the call, and I really hope that the information was valuable to the listeners.